You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. One o'clock, sharp. Yes, sir. We are in America's Web Radio, the most eclectic mix of conservative shows and news in America's Web Radio, and this is... Let's talk Venezuelans. Uh, uh, let's talk Venezuelan. Now I'm going to uh, go ahead and start sharing in my groups, okay? Yes, okay. okay. Uh, we are in the nice company of the legend... David Moxley and Brett, how are you? Our our engineer. This is a deluxe program. Yes. Okay, yes, we yes. have a lot of a lot of um, uh, things to say. A lot of news. Yeah. The first news. Okay. Go ahead. The mom of Alex Saab, the guy with uh, which uh, we said yes last program about uh, his. Uh, Things his uh, deportation to the United States from from uh, Cabo Verde. You're talking about Maduro's um, um, legal person that, that take one. care of his money, uh -huh. and he's in Cabo Verde, his, in Cape Verde. Yeah, his is this is poetic justice. Why his mom passed away and he cannot go. To her, her funeral. In where? Where did she pass away? In in Colombia. In Colombia. So yeah. she was exiled in Colombia. No, no, she's a, she's a Colombian. Oh, that's right. He's from Colombia. He's that's from right. Colombia. So his mother passed away, and, and he's in jail in Cape Verde, and yeah. he cannot go to the funeral exactly. because he gotta be deported is, to America. This is this is poetic justice because <laughs> there are a lot of people who lives out of Venezuela, including me, that we couldn't go to the funeral of their parents Our because parents. Mm -hmm. because I, in my case, have an order of disappearance. Okay? Mm -hmm. And you too? Me? Yes. I do have the list. And yes, I have to you, are, you, are, you, are, you are in the list also. No. Yeah. Who told you that? I can say the <laughs> sin, but not the name of the sinner. <laughs> so I am in the list too? So Remember, if, I go, if I go to Venezuela, they put me in jail? No, they disappear you. They may, they get rid of me? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to keep on sharing. Manuel, okay? Manuel Rodriguez Torres. Do you remember that name? Manuel the guy, Rodriguez Torres. The, uh -huh. the guy from the Dactari. Yes. Uh -huh. Okay, he he did it that. He did a list? Yes. Do you remember when we were involved in the 2014 activities? Yes, okay. I remember. They, uh -huh, for the they freedom got of Venezuela. Exactly. They emit an order of disappearance for a list of 10 persons. Out of the 10 persons, the three of them is you, Robert Alonso, and myself. My we need to bring... I'm not going over there. What am I going to do over there? 
We have nothing uh-huh. to do over there. I have nothing to do over there. Okay. You wouldn't have a radio show over there. No, 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 no. No. We, uh-uh. we will talk about radio shows in Venezuela today also. Ooh. Okay, the first, the second news is all the funds mm-hmm. that were taken from corrupt uh, people from Bolivarian uh, scheme Schemes, in, uh-huh. the, in the United States mm-hmm. uh, two days ago were announced <laughs> that's right <laughs> the that, that's scary <laughs> that's scary <laughs> do you see <laughs> okay <laughs> we will they they will de- de- take the, that money mm-hmm. to help the refugees in United States and Colombia wait a minute wait a minute Who's taking the money to give it to the refugees? The, the Treasury of the United States. That Who is in charge of the Treasury of the United States today? Uh, it's, it's the federal is the, government. Is it Biden, gov- Biden the admi- administration? Yes. Oh, my God, they're going to have party. You know the Mexican party style when you have the piñatas? Yeah. yeah. They're going to have piñatas. They will have the piñata. You know what it means? They're going to send only a little crumbs over there, and the rest is going to be distributed yes. among the people here. Yeah. That's what is going to happen with that money. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, yes. These Venezuelans, so, they, don't, they do not do anything without they having something oh, benefit coming back to their pockets. Yes. If they are promoting this to, to uh, the, you know, take those money who were frozen, mm-hmm. it's because they are behind waiting for the money to come to their pocket. Oh, Absolutely. Mm, Absolutamente. Mm, 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 mm. Then, Raúl Castro. What happened with Raúl? Still alive? He is. Is he? He is barely alive, and he resigned to the to the power in Cuba. In that Cuba. means that okay. he is not any longer the secretary of the uh, Communist Party. How old is he? And almost 90. Yeah, he's losing it. Okay? Yeah. yeah. So, so what this thing will impact in Venezuela, I really don't know. But there are some winds of change okay. in Cuba. Mm-hmm. And remember that the master of what happened in Venezuela is the Cubans. Mm-hmm. They intervene either, either in every aspect of the of the nation. Mm-hmm. Venezuela right now is a Cuban colony. Yes, it's a, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. basically by definition it it's is. a Cuban colony. They did the things without any independence of criteria. Even the even the ambassador, the Cuban ambassador in Caracas, mm-hmm. he is part of the cabinet mm-hmm. in uh, in Maduro's uh, in Maduro's uh, uh, administration. Administration, yeah. It's like having the, it's like having any ambassador here uh, uh, re- making some recommendations. In uh, the cabinet of Biden, mm, the Chinese <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe the ambassador of China. No? Well, you know they have he had a handler, right? 
It's a Chinese man who always go with him wherever he goes. You know that, right? Uh, and and he went him. Okay, keep going. It's a, it's a Chinese mechanism or something like that? Probably. <laughs> yes, sir, probably. You okay. never know. So, what are the implications of Raul Castro getting out retirement. of mm -hmm. retirement? Because for the last 62 years... Raúl Castro was first the most powerful man in Cuba, more than Fidel Castro, because he was the minister of defense. Minister of defense for many, many years. So is he the one who used to do the dirty work? Yes. Oh. Okay. Yes. But this, he's not only uh, the guy who did the dirty work. Mm -hmm. He was a dirty work by himself. Oh. Okay. okay. He has a lot of... There are a lot of rumors that said that he was a homosexual. Okay? And and he took some lovers, and then those lovers, remember that word, disappeared. Oh... Okay. 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 Uh, they disappeared. They didn't know about them any longer. Yes. Simply, oh, they disappeared. disappeared out of the blue. Okay. So he has a lot of things to respond in the day that he has to say hello, goodbye, la, 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 la. <laughs> okay? Mm -hmm. And uh, and uh, it's very near his ending, you know? He's a almost 90 years old guy who suffers of also from Alzheimer's. That's okay. why. I knew something was behind yes. because for him to give up on that, on his own will... And he shared Alzheimer, yeah, Alzheimer. And he said, and he shared two of the most powerful posts in Cuba. The first is the military, and the second is the political. He was the first secretary of the Communist Party in Cuba, and as you know, the first secretary of the Communist Party anywhere, like Stalin, like. Is the most powerful man in that Xi Jinping is exactly the same thing, you know. It's it's something that that is very serious because right now the president Cano, that is a guy who who is 62 years old, and is two generations from him. He's alone without any any kind of a real support because the people in Cuba is fed up with the misery that socialism mm -hmm. brings, and that's. And so that, that explains. Do, do you think there's any chance of a uprising or throwing of the government? Yes. So for that, the first for the first time in 62 years, there is some some kind of hope mm -hmm. because there is a lot of conscience in, inside of Cuba. I know there is 62 years of socialism 
and uh, many many people still think like socialist. Is there, but is there anybody that's standing out in the crowd? No. And so that explains why uh, so many young people are in the street protesting and doing things, and they are not putting them in jail like they used to before. They used to before. Because he was in charge of putting people in jail. He was the one with the strong, what he we call the strong the, hand. He put those those young men, okay, mm -hmm. he select what he likes, mm -hmm. and he... You know what mm -hmm. he did uh, with them and then disappear, just disappear. Yeah, yeah, but that explains why those people in the street, young generation, we're yes. talking about 19, 20, 21 years old, they are in the street complaining, they are singing against... Against the revolution. Fidel, against, um, you know, um, Raul, against the tyranny, against, 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 against. You know, like back with the mentality of you haven't given us nothing. Exactly. That's the problem. The problem is the mentality, the mindset. They think and they believe because Raul and Fidel gone, their problem is gone. They, they, they still don't understand. Even when they come here to the state, they still don't understand. The problem is not the people in charge. The problem is the system what, that is implemented. The, the, the government system that is implemented in this case in Cuba, which is what is the system? Socialism. And that's what we start experience, experiencing here in America, the socialist government. There is two types of, of government, the socialist or the government control or the free government like America, our founder father gave us. They are enemies, natural enemies, those systems. Go ahead, David. Uh, okay, so... <clears throat> As we know, Cuba's always been backed up by Russia. Mm -hmm. So if there's a revolution, will Russia try to step in and put somebody in or do something uh, in Cuba? Probably because they already are stepping in Venezuela. The only difference is Venezuela has so much things to, to, to provide to Russia, like... like um, iron, iron steel, you know, um, resources. Oil, so resources. Cuba... What resources can Cuba provide to to Russia? Fish, lobsters, beautiful sugar, sugar tobacco, prostitutes. prostitutes. You know, and when I say prostitute, I'm not talking about only woman. I'm talking about prostitution, like a human trafficking, right? They got more. They got more effort. They have, they they put more their effort in Venezuela because Venezuela can give them more than Cuba. So in in a situation that they have to decide, do should we support Cuba or Venezuela? Which one are we going? If they are in a very good shape financially, they will support both. We will we'll we will talk about mm -hmm. this part mm -hmm. of economics mm -hmm. after these messages. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. 
If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. The Docs for Patient Care Foundation is your way to join the fight and become a member of an organization created by doctors for patients dedicated to fighting for your health care freedom and preserving the doctor-patient relationship. Get a pen and paper. Write down docsforpatientcarefoundation.org. That's D-O-C-S, the number four, patientcarefoundation.org. Go to our site and please make a generous tax-deductible donation and join the fight today. Thank you. This is America's Web Radio. Would you like to have a show, talk about your business, or express your opinion on America's Web Radio? Just email gm at americaswebradio.com and we'll get back to you. Thank you. Okay, now let's talk about socialism and the consequences in the the economy. economy. Okay. Okay. Go ahead. I just take and I have to to bring thanks to the people of La Derecha Diario. La Derecha Diario is the same people that produce the the uh, reporting about you Ooh, in Latin America okay. about, about your candidacy okay, okay. Mm-hmm. and the report says socialism and misery about talking about the economic situation in Venezuela and it says the Venezuela economy accumulates a 94% contraction since 2014, the most significant depression in American history. The socialist regime led to the collapse of the Venezuelan productive apparatus. For the first time in the continent's history, there is a situation of generally side economic depression with sustained hyperinflation for years. Venezuelan economy performance remains clouded by the financial disaster or disaster unprecedented in American history. The socialist regime inaugurated by Hugo Chavez led to a widespread poverty and the destruction of the country's productive apparatus. The Venezuelan economy has been going through an acute economic depression since 2014. That means... uh, nine years already on no seven years already on this mm. with an uh, with a cumulative contraction of ninety four percent 
So the economy right now is only 6% that used to be in 2014 until September 2020. Since 2015, it has experienced of a scenario of hyperinflation, a phenomenon that lasted much longer than expected and which became the target of study internationally. The problem is so acute that right now they have inflation in dollars. Inflation in dollars. The economy is people are not paying the things in in bolivars; they are paying the things in in dollars. And even though they are paying, uh, they have inflation in dollars. I talked to some people that lives in Venezuela, and a chocolate bar because that's my favorite, my favorite indicative. Mm-hmm. Cost in Venezuela. Mm-hmm. Uh, eight ounces chocolate bar cost the equivalent of four dollars and fifty cents. Something that you can find here for eighty cents. Okay. And I don't even want to buy one chocolate in the dollar store because I think it's too expensive. <laughs> 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 chocolate. The, the the disastrous economy activity in Venezuela mm-hmm. between two thousand. 10 and 2020 and this is the economy directed by the Cubans the in, Cuba, Venezuela. in Venezuela are the Cubans the ones who direct the economy who rule the economy in Venezuela uh-huh. in those years in, in, uh, in since and continues it's the system it's the system the system not only the system mm-hmm. is that they implement the system and they operate the they system. operate the system okay so they are the one to blame all the small businesses going bankruptcy uh, stealing all <laughs> expropriation all that it's coming from <coughs> that, the Cubans that's right Expropriate this. Oh, that expropriate that. I like the house. Okay, let me get the house. <laughs> That's basically the activity data confirmed by the Economic Activity Index uh-huh. prepared that the na- that by the National Assembly uh-huh. monthly and coinciding with the quarterly publications made by the Central Bank of Venezuela. Uh-huh. For the first time, both institutions said. Uh, Houston, we have a problem. We have a problem. This index is equivalent to the EMAE elaborated by the index in Argentina or the IMACEC elaborated in Chile. The most significant economic depression in the history of America and consolidated as one of the largest in the world. The fall in economic activity is only comparable to Germany in 1945 or the collapse and subsequent recession in Russia between 1990 and 1998. This scenario occurred within the of the violent inflationary process. Look, that's what is happening in Venezuela yes. compared to those two events. In September 2018. Wait a minute, four years ago. 
No, The Venezuelan monthly inflation reaches 233%, with constant price remarks and total disorganization in the payment chain. The official statistic of the Central Bank of Venezuela itself support the estimated of the National Assembly. The quarterly decline in the economy measured by the gross domestic product was the largest in the entire history of Venezuela, and the per capita income reached the same levels it had in the mid-20th century. But the dollar was only four, do four bolivars and 30 cents at that time. Mm -hmm. And now it's 4.3 followed by nine zeros. Trillions? Yes, four trillions. Three one dollar. One dollar. When it used to be four dollar, four, four bolivar is 50. Yes. <laughs> With the arrival of the pandemic and the implementation of restrictions, the Venezuelan economy aborted the timid stabilization process that seems to be undergoing in the late 2018 and early 2020. A violent drop of 50.44% recorded in the third quarter of 2020 is the largest in history in of which there is any record in the world. In just in, just in the third quarter on 2020, the economy lost 50% of all uh, all uh, you know uh, companies uh, there were bust 50% did they uh, <clears throat> did they lose their oil industry totally yes yes let, let we, we will talk about that venezuela used to produce uh, uh, almost 3 million barrels per day, per day. Today they produce only 10% of that and the refineries cannot refine any longer. So they have a problem in the supply of, for example, diesel to move the, the trucks. So they don't have diesel. They don't have gasoline. The, 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 the weight for in, in the lines in the in the gas stations, uh, a person goes over there and have to uh, wait two or three days to 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 get fuel. Okay, despite sure is socialism at work, isn't it? Yes, it works fine. It works uh, socialism. It works fine. Socialism transformed the economy of Venezuela in a it's not new because this is not new in the last 50 years they went little by little in, in a progressive way that, that's what progressism is taking little by little the liberties on economy until, uh, until you reach this stage and that's what is happening here Little by little, they're taking our liberty. They're taking. They're, they're transforming our economy. By Biden, in less than a hundred days, he scratched out all the executive order President Trump did. Mm. That's exactly what they're doing. Yes, going back to socialism again because 
President Trump was taking out the American mentality, this new generation, out of that mentality of government go, government uh, dependency. Remember what the, what Ronald Reagan used to say, and you add a little bit, uh, you you get in a little bit twist. Uh, the best social program is a good job, and she used to say, a good job, well um, paid well-paid job. That's the best uh, social uh, program. Not not hanging, uh, handing out uh, checks, because those checks produce inflation. At the end of the line, you have got, as we got right now, uh, gasoline in almost $3 in just 100 days. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that means that. Do you want me to tell you what I say every time I put gas in my car? Say no? it. No, yes, no, say no, it. No, no, I, oh, yeah, <laughs> say. I say it loud so everybody listen to me, and they just look at me and they turn around and they put. <laughs> she says. I got yeah, so I got so much every time I put gas in my car. I always say. I always remember Biden. Yeah, and and his mom. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that part. He said it. <laughs> this okay. Despite the monetary reforms and numerous control of businesses, banks, import and export, supermarkets, production and marketing costs, I mean among many other rules. Monthly inflation in Venezuela Average 37% in 2020, 12 times that of Argentina. Nicolás Maduro's dictatorship decided to launch a new series of higher denomination banknotes to meet transactional needs hampered by instability. The new bill of 1 million bolivars is not equivalent to even one unit of the dollar. It's equal to 100 trillion bolivars before the two currency reconversions implemented by the regime since 2017. 100 trillion. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. The economic failure led to desperate measures by the government. After years of systematically rejecting the action, the regime enabled savings in dollarized boxes with banks. Users must use their resources because the banks, the central bank, practically ran out of international reserves. And do you know how the, the how that uh, that dollars came uh, to, uh, to Venezuela? Drugs, drugs and and the money that the Venezuelan sent to uh, las remesas. Yes. Well, how do you say remesa in English? Let me see. One second. After keep going, keep going. The, after the measures and with the strong currency changes to pay new taxes, monthly inflation reaches nine point one percent in March. In March. Okay. Twenty twenty one. An annualized inflation reached 3,867%. That is compared to the level prices of the same month of 2020. 
the merged data would have a strong temporary nature and is not part of an stabilization program. The International Monetary Fund estimates are not optim optimistic for Venezuela and it suspects a 5,500% year-on-end inflation for December 2021, along with a new 10% contraction of the GDP. So they, uh, they think that another 1% another of the accumulative uh, contraction on the, on the economy will be happening I, uh, by December so 95% okay mm -hmm. to reach a kind of floor of the economic activity which coexists with a level of social marginalization and misery never before seen in Venezuela the measurements of around Venezuela monetary poverty are varied by the estimated that around 96.2% according to the National Soviet of Living Conditions in 2020 the result of uh, socialism in Venezuela reflects the failure on the economic model extreme poverty is 79.3% of the population that's wow. the equivalent the proportion of those who cannot adequately cover their basic food needs. Okay, this wow. Okay, mm -hmm. so uh, we will comment about this news after these messages. Perhaps you are struggling to cope with the disease of addiction. If not, you probably know a family member or friend that needs help in battling the cravings and the personal and professional damage done by the effects of drugs or alcohol. Get a pen and paper and be ready to write down the following. These are the issues that the trained staff at the Atlanta Healing Center address and treat every day. Their doctors and counselors with over 40 years of practice in the field of addiction can treat the suffering individual in a thoughtful, compassionate, and experienced manner and guide him or her along the path to recovery. So call 770-696-9862 and speak to a knowledgeable staff member about how you or your loved one can be helped to enjoy a better and healthier life. More information is also available on the website at www.AtlantaHealingCenter.com. Hi, this is Rocky Blair, former four-time Super Bowl champion with the Pittsburgh Steelers and Vietnam veteran. As a board member, I'd like to talk to you about Warriors to Citizen, a nonprofit organization that helps American heroes, soldiers, police, fire, EMT, and their families recover from the psychological harm caused by career-induced stress. Over the last 20 years, broken relationships have been a major causal factor for the highest document divorce rate and resulting suicides in this population. This program, from Warriors to Citizen, is delivered free to families by professionals, all whom served in uniform and understand the needs to be addressed. I ask for your support. So please, go to our website, warriorstocitizen.org, and find out how you can help, either by making a donation or sharing this information with an American hero that you may know. And thank you. 
If you live to serve and want to make an even bigger difference, consider joining the U.S. Army. With training in fields like medical care, linguistics, and engineering, an Army career can amplify your efforts with humanitarian opportunities all over the world. Plus, you'll receive competitive pay and incredible benefits, so you'll be taken care of, too. Learn more at GoArmy.com. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. Um, before continuing with this discussion, I would like to know how uh, how are we doing with the donors on the America's Web Radio, my dear friend. Well, <coughs> as a matter of fact, we could use some, and we encourage folks that like this show and all of the other shows to go to our homepage and become patrons. You know, it can be five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five dollars, fifty dollars, whatever you want to do per month, and uh, it's a very simple program. And you know, we do. I've been funding the station out of my back pocket for years now, and yes, we have some good sponsors, and we have some people that pay for their shows. But we have a lot of shows that we do, <clears throat> like most of our veteran shows, uh, that comes out of my pocket because I'm respect and love our EMTs, our first responders. And like I say, you know, the United States is a first responder. We're the first to go to any country and any state in the United States that has a problem. And we are first responders, and that's where we get the same results with our police departments, our fire departments, and our EMTs. So if you can, and I know there are a lot of people that are asking for money right now, but, you know, we were hit by the by COVID as well when uh, people couldn't come in and, and uh, they couldn't go into stores, and stores said, I can't afford to advertise if I haven't got customers. So if you can go to our home page and go to the patron, there's a place that says patron, and then you can decide, and uh, it'll just come out of your credit card every month no fuss no muss you won't feel a thing be like that covid needle barely know that it's yeah even even five dollars a month is is good enough to keep the electricity running you know because this this operation needs a lot of electricity (laughs) a lot of juice okay you know and and we want to continue to uh bring the programming that other people don't don't do and uh, what other they don't dare to do <laughs> <laughs> what, what other yeah, you need in to the make country? that cor- you need to make that correction david yeah. they don't dare to do it that's right okay and we do we do <clears throat> let's talk venezuelan we do a show for for the veterans we do several show for veterans and we oh i'll pat myself on the back a little bit we found out a number of weeks ago that the personnel uh, center, which is in the National Archives building in Washington, D.C., had been shut down for well over a year because the employees just decided they didn't want to go to work and they could make their money off of the government and mm-hmm. they didn't have to go to work. Mm-hmm. And so what did that mean? That meant that veterans like myself, that if I needed a record 
I couldn't get my own records because they were shut down. Oh and my. nobody was doing anything about it until we learned about it. And then I started calling representatives. I called retired military. I had a general that works with us. He called his people, and uh-huh. it's open. Thank Within goodness. about two weeks, we got it open. Wonderful. And Wonderful. Uh, so the the existence of America Web's radio, it's important because you are doing the the civic thing. The, the school are not doing, and the radios are not doing, and the TV are not doing, uh, and a lot of our representatives are not doing. And we will and talk about that Let kind of things uh, <laughs> after we finish with this, with this part of the economy, because <laughs> the economy right now in the United States of America, I have a deja vu. Yeah. This uh, is what happened in Venezuela before the Black Friday. The Black, Black Friday happens in 1983 when the Bolivar went bust because they have a lot of uh, a lot of debt and they have to devaluate the Bolivar in for the first time in 50 years. If people don't wake up, it's like socialism is And this is all planned. This didn't just happen. This has all been planned for yes. years and years yes, and years. Sir. Yes, you got and that right. If people don't wake up, we had, when the doctor's lounge this morning was talking about exactly the same thing and the way socialism is affecting the medical industry, and it's going to affect every industry. Uh, medical, it's already taken over our educational system, and folks... You gotta, you gotta find a station like we are that tells the truth. That's one thing. And we have folks like Josie and Carlos that come in. And, you know, this sounds a little, uh, I don't know, theatrical or whatever you want to say. But there are folks that don't like what we say. And, uh, you know, we, But if you like what we said, go to the to the website, be a patron, or better for us, better for everyone, is be uh, a sponsor of any of the programs that Absolutely. we have here. And then you need to ask a question. If they don't like us saying what we... First, we experience. It's not that uh, we, we got it from a book. We experienced that. Yeah. If they don't like my what I went through as a, my experience, they don't want to hear that. It's, it's their problem. It's not our problem. Second, if they don't like us, it's because we are trying to change the goal that they have for this country. We are trying to change that. We don't want to get where they want us to be as a Venezuela situation today. That's all. That's why they don't like us. They don't like me because I am beautiful. No, <laughs> they don't like me because I am well, open, bold, and raw spoken about the damage the socialism is doing to our beautiful country, America. Amen. Amen. And we are in the last quarter of the of the program. Of we the will hour. continue. Will we continue or or yeah, you have no? Let's go ahead and go and and we won't worry about this uh, break. 
Okay, thank you. Thank you. Uh, you give us uh, one and a half minute. <laughs> thank you, Delagin. Okay, now, uh, the, the last news, and this is very important because we began with the, the people who, which, uh, which funds were frozen here in the United States, and now it's going into the refugee program. You're talking about the money that was... Yes, but, okay. but we were talking also about why the media mm -hmm. is not doing their right job. Okay? Because the media is getting a little part of the cake, too. Yeah, no, and let me explain you that's... That's the thing because the, the, the last news is the closing of uh, the most important radio station, broadcast station in Venezuela. Mm -hmm. The name was, just a moment, let me... They closed down another radio? Okay, uh, two days ago, mm -hmm. the Venezuelan government declares that... The tyrant government. Yeah, the, okay. the, 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 the dictatorship okay. of Nicolás Maduro. What they did? The, they said... They said that the people who operate Radio Rumbos must... Uh, get out of the insta installations the gave the installations to the government and, uh, and that's it, it's the end of Radio Rumbos. Radio Rumbos was a radio station that was in the air from 1949 until two days ago ok and the, the 1939? 1949. 1949. 72 years ago. 72 years in oh. the air. Yeah, but they, but they close also Radio Caracas Radio. That's what I say. Another one? Because that's the thing about socialism. Yeah, but... but they close radio. Right now, what you all are saying is extremely scary. And the people that are listening are saying, well, it can't happen here. The hell it can't. <laughs> It is happening here. It is happening. It's happening And here. people that, you know, they're out there, oh, no, couldn't happen in the United States. We'd bring out the milk. We'd do this. We'd do that. Well, folks, uh -uh. Uh -uh. Uh -uh. it's happening, and it's happening right now. Oh, yes. David, yes. if they didn't do justice... 
to President Trump back in in December. I'm talking about the court. He didn't have a he did not have a due process. That was the fourth number four due process that President Trump didn't have, and they did that to a president. What's going to happen to us? <laughs> it's going to move to the streets at some point. Yes, it must. It, it will. To. It will be. To, if we need, if we're going to save this country, we have to. And I'm we not saying that as Maxine would say it. No. I'm saying it as an American says it. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not the only one that that feels like, you know, we can't let a government that's hidden behind everything take over our country. And, uh, you know, they're hidden behind BLM, they're hidden behind Antifa, they're hidden behind everything. They call themselves, you know, they're just a bunch of snakes. And they want to take over our country, change our lives, change everything. You know, this, this deal of that idiot in the White House wanting to have 13 justices... You know, we've done just fine in 240 years with nine justices. Yeah. And that's all we need, folks. And we don't need to pack the, you know, it's, it it's a characteristic of, uh, of socialist regimes to have a Supreme Court packed. In Venezuela, we have 37 yeah. justices. 37. That's crazy. Okay? That dilutes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. The, what what really is the soul of a Supreme Court? Because the Supreme Court is made by people that is that is very very capable and supposed to be nonpartisan. Mm-hmm. When when a when a justice swears the 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 his or she is uh, swearing. For the law, for the interpretation of the law, not it's not a political thing. The, the Which is the interpretation of the Constitution? Exactly, and and the and the interpretation of the Constitution, when the, when the Supreme Court is deciding something, is because there are two principles on the Constitution that collides. And they have to decide what of those principles going first in every case. So, what Mr. Biden is doing is going is is declaring the Constitution as something that is not valid. The other day he says that the the amendments are not absolute. absolute. Yeah, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He's an old man that's got delusional, he's got Alzheimer's, he's you know, he's nuts and for anybody to think It's like we, Hitler yeah. I I, so, I see Biden right now and you see the last days of Adolf Hitler and it's exactly the same kind of thinking and if you talk with a psychologist or psychiatrist it's exactly the same. Well, every doctor that comes in here has said, you know, that he's in the 
some stage or the other of dementia. Yes. And going into Alzheimer's. The mm-hmm. other thing is that, you know, the idea of Washington, D.C. becoming a state. I'm sorry, that's only the mayor of Washington, D.C., and she's nothing but garbage. And, um, you know, we don't need another if you state. Don't, if you don't like to be a citizen of the uh, Washington, D.C. move, m- move <laughs> out. It's okay? a very simple answer, isn't it? It's very simple. It's very simple because Washington, D.C. was created because they need a place where... I would would make you a bet right now. You go out and get 100 people off the street, okay? Mm -hmm. Bring them in here Mm -hmm. and ask them what D.C. stands for. They couldn't answer it. Mm -mm. District of Columbia. Columbia. District. Mm -hmm. District. Exactly. Not state, Mm-mm. no district. Well, they want to make that a state now. You know, know that movement now, right? And they want to make Puerto Rico a state too. So more strongholds of socialism. Yeah, well, that's what I was just saying. That's stupid to even think that we need. No, and, a and it's a special, state. and it's a special uh, district by the constitutional, by the bylaws, because we don't want the capital of the of the nation mm-hmm. to be an a stronghold either of the republicans or the democrats or whatever look or s- enough we have here in georgia with the strongholds around atlanta yeah. which which are shared in a cooperation and collaboration between the Democrats and the Republicans. Yes. And those stronghold and, here And in that's Georgia. very dangerous because in that way uh, is what happened in Venezuela the with Adea and Pope. It's exactly the same thing that happened in Venezuela, but the only difference even here is in English. It's the only difference. It's the language. Now, surprise, surprise, surprise. Yes. Okay. Um... These people of uh, of uh, Radio Rumbos is the last name of a long, long list of media that are either closed or shut down. Uh, Radio Caracas Televisión, the TV station, mm-hmm. Radio Caracas Radio, mm-hmm. the first radio station in Venezuela. Um, the newspaper El Nacional, okay, and now it's Radio Rumbos. But what they have in common, that's the question, that all those media for many, many, many years promote socialism. Hmm. Okay? Uh, I remember when uh, when uh, Hugo Chavez tried to do a coup d'état in, to, in 1992, almost 30 years ago, that the first station that claps about this in, uh, attempt to, to violently uh, remove the president, the constitutional president, either I didn't like it, Okay, I didn't like uh, Carlos Andrés Pérez for personal reasons. Okay, uh, the first uh, station was RCTV, Radio Caracas Televisión. 
remember that um, Isarra, wait, wait a second I, I, I want to ask you something okay now we see government takeover in Venezuela of the television radio station uh-huh. newspapers and all this yes. look what's happening here instead of taking them over they've yeah they've taken them over they haven't stopped them they've taken them over to put out their own eventually those media when the socialism is like concrete when you pour concrete it's very very soft but once it hardens it destroys everything including the same people that help them and this is the case RCTV, El Nacional and Radio Rumbos all these three media <laughs> uh, right now the president of the of the of the newspapers bar says the journalist uh, bar Tinedo uh, Alejandro Guia said that's is the violation of the liberty of expression <laughs> but we have to understand that before Chavez mm-hmm. one of the people who ran Radio Rumbos was Desire Santos Amaral okay, and who Desire Santos Amaral she's a political and journalist. Okay. When she was born in 1948, and she previous, she was elected mm-hmm. for the um, for the uh, process mm-hmm. that get rid of the constitution in 1960 <laughs> of 1960. <laughs> no. And she is. Oh yes. So she promoted the. The, the, the get rid of the constitution yes. of Venezuela and now she's complaining okay we yeah, need to remember, discuss about no, no, that no. next week look okay we will week. have to take the, to, the, to say that this next week and we'll say this in Spanish bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com thank you for listening <laughs>